This is to stop me getting shocks, not stabbed. And bitch slap them with their friend's hand. Your skeleton is always wet. I don't think I need to know that, and don't talk about my insides like that. <laughs> choo choo, motherfucker! Dead Space franchise has been reanimated from its gross, drippy ruins, and on the drippy flesh horizon, we can see the Burrito Boys. It's Haz. It's Jordan. So we thought it best to play Dead Space 2. It's the Alphabetic Burrito McClassic. I said McClassic. Take off those first letters. Take off the A. Take off the B. Take off the C. What is it, Jordan? Lephoratic Burrito Lassic. Yes, and that was really hard to even look at on the... Uh, on that the was hard to say. So today, we're on D, and this is Dead Space 2. Jordan, give me your best description of Dead Space 2. Are you ready for the description of the game, Harrison? I'm so ready. I'll get myself into the Ishimura ready. <laughs> Just crouched in a vent. <laughs> Our work gear-wearing hero, Isaac Clarke, awakes in a mental institution. Years after the necromorph outbreak on the pride of the CEC the USG Ishimura. With his trusty engineering tools, engineering skills, and engineering, engineering, he will travel from city to church to ship to the howling void of the vacuumed abyss itself. Can Isaac make it off the sprawl intact or like his fellow humans be left in dead space too? Ooh, that was nice. Well done. Thank you. Thanks. So on today, let's, I want to start with the difference between terror and horror because Dead Space 2 is very, very different to Dead Space 1 as we've mentioned a few times when we've been talking about this game previously. It diverts a lot in how it scares the player because if you remember in Dead Space 1, it's a lot more like slow, quiet areas. It's more, a lot more atmosphere building, a lot more drifting through empty areas. Where in this one, it sort of kicks it off right from the start, doesn't it, Jordan? Yeah, pretty much. I feel like the first game really had, like, shooting a dismemberment as part of, like, mm -hmm. a survival tool, but as well as, like, a storytelling mechanic. Yeah. Whereas it here, is. it's kind of full, like, kill sh <laughs> It's an action game. Go for it, mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is. It's a lot more stomping fun. Um, I, I think... I, I can't squelchy. say I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, yes, that's squelchy fun. It's more panic-inducing. Like... Horror is more like dread building. Like it builds up slowly with quiet and then it gets you in the end. Like it's like a, what's it called? Like an ethereal feeling or something floating around you kind of horror. Like it's something yeah. behind you that you can't see. Whereas in this, it's more like it throws you into a horrible situation in a tight space that's like overwhelming. So you're just like, oh no, ah, fuck! And like, I found myself just panicking and running around. And I know that you... Mention about how Isaac feels to play. Yeah, he's like Isaac's lack of combat fluidity, as I like mm, to call it. Fluidity made him feel like kind of like the everyman in Dead Space One. Yeah. So I felt like you just kind of been dropped into this horrific situation in this thing where he's just like, "I'm here to engineer." Oh God, there are aliens! <laughs> Fuck! Fuck! Yeah, <laughs> and then. He's there in his boxy like, suit, like, trying to move, like, ah! Exactly. He's like, this is to stop me getting shocks, not stabbed. <laughs> so he, he's clearly uneasy and out of yeah. out of his depth, and that makes you feel that way too. Whereas, mm -hmm. like, in 2, you can tell he's more comfortable. Well, probably not comfortable, not being the word. Yeah. Like, smashing ah. alien puss. Um, so <laughs> That, that <A> <laughs> 
AOC. <laughs> but even down to like when he gets in like the, the shop and he puts his new mm -hmm. suit on, you see him like, yeah, I'm a tough guy. And I'm it's ready like, to go. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's ready for that shit. And he's like, I'm yeah, gonna, I had a kick some alien bussy. And when it's he like, okay. <laughs> When he comes out, it, it, does he do that? Like, he goes, Ugh, and then yeah, the mask, he, he like, clicks like, on. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. pumped. Ooh. I'm pumped, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think... <laughs> he goes to suplex some aliens, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> like, proper, like, drops them back. <laughs> yeah, he, um, he does seem, even in his characterization, that he knows what he's doing. Like, someone tells him to be careful, and he's like, don't worry, I've done this before. But yeah. I, I like the voice acting in this one, because uh, he didn't speak at all in the first one, did he? Uh, no, I don't think he did, thinking about it. He was just like, ah, ah, when he was, like, stamping. Ah, um, like whereas stamping it, in this one, he's like, motherfucker, if you do it, like, loads and loads, which I really like. You have to, like, click stamp about 15 times to get him to do it. It's like a hidden voice line. Um, That's but it. I, I, I like the movement from silent protagonist to this, and I think that... I think that might be where the distinction lies of why people feel more connected to the first one because you feel like you embody the character a bit more. Whereas in yeah. this one, it's more like you're watching a movie. You're watching like a horror action film. 100%. I agree with you entirely. Now, did you did you feel like the pacing on the first one was a bit better than the second one? Like, did you feel scared towards the end as in the first one opposed to like the end of the second one? Yeah, I think the first one, its pacing is a lot more... I don't want to say thought out because obviously this the pacing in all games is usually thought out. I say usually because maybe really not all hope. of them. <laughs> yeah, you'd <laughs> hope so. Just throw it at the wall and see what's gooey and sticks. Um, <laughs> yeah, where, where in this one I think the pacing just gets louder. Yeah. It, because at the end there's like so much noise and whirring as the marker like shoots, you know, doing what it's doing. Spoilers for at the end, obviously, if you haven't played it. But there is a moment of breath in this one and it's when you go back to the Ishimura, which I know we're going to touch on in a minute, so I won't touch it, there is like a sudden drop no, you into... Dare touch it. Horror. I won't touch it. It's sticky <laughs> and gross. Um, yeah, it's like a moment of sheer horror, and then it goes back to like loads of action again. Yeah, it's really weird, isn't it? Like, mm -hmm. the way they just kind of paced it to be fucking bullshit, crazy action. Yeah. nothing for a bit, and then back to like horrific. Yeah, yeah. Kill everything as quick as you can just like mow through it and get to the end as quickly as possible get to your uh, eyeball machine yay my favorite i love <laughs> this game is quite eyeballs. obsessed with eyeballs yeah this game is way more obsessed with eyes than the first one yeah yeah D is it yeah. something to do yeah i i don't really like eye stuff like it doesn't bother me too much really? i could definitely do without it you know what i mean yeah no but, one really um, wants a needle in the eye it's like an eye for an eye thing maybe Ooh, okay. That's literally just come to me. I don't know if there's any relevance to that. I mean, but... there's a church in this. Eye for an eye. The Bible. <laughs> <laughs> the Frio boys are back, this. baby. There's a... <laughs> there's a God, maybe. Pointy mm. God. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Please. So you, you, what did you think of the pacing? I know you, you didn't enjoy it as much. I feel like Dead Space 2 is a little too long, if I'm honest with mm -hmm. you. Like, towards the end of it, it I, playing on the harder difficulty, I was just more frustrated than anything. Mm -hmm. Like, I was so focused on getting through the section, opposed to, like, seeing the section, that yeah. I just kind of wanted it to be over. Like, not, not really okay. much of it was, like, a legitimate challenge. 
it was just like a, a shooting range, and it was like, right, I, I need to get through here, so I just <laughs> run, just use all my stasis. It, my last thing I did within the game was upgrade my stasis to have more stasis. Stays high. Yeah. Stays high. <laughs> to be more stasis. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just stasis everything and <laughs> run past. Like, there's no point in me doing this. Like, whatever. Really? I, yeah. I do feel like it's a lot more throw everything at you, this one. Like, it's, it's a lot yeah. more constant fighting. And... It's not a it's not a bad thing. Like I I think maybe until you get bored of it. But the the combat is fun. Like I do enjoy the shooting in it. The third person shooting is really really good, and that's something I do enjoy. Uh, using the line gun will never not be fun unless it. I had it jamming on me a lot, which we'll get to when we talk about weapons in like part three of this, I guess. Um, but I, I I enjoy the combat. I really do. Um, was there any part early on that you found better or worse this time around? The start of the game definitely has more horror to it. And then as yep. it progresses, it just gets less and less to the point of it just goes from like, you've got horror on the one side and you got action on the other. It just yeah. feels like it's slowly, slowly, slowly. And then all of a sudden crashes together. And then you're at the climax, pretty much. Um, so it's it's not terrible by any means. Like the bit at the yeah. start when you're in the church, that's really tense because you get a few little aliens knocking about, and then you meet the stalkers, and that's like that's really tense because yes. of these enemies that you do not really recognize from anything, and they're really f- creepy no. and. Do you want to explain what the what they are? So yes, I want to talk about the stalkers because they are a combination of a raptor and a steam train. Yes, like the noise they make Choo-choo, is literally the raptor noise. Yeah, it's like, and then they run towards you. So Cold they're train, these kind baby. of <laughs> stalkers on the rails. Woo! <laughs> yeah, they um. You find them first in that big circular room and you get locked in at either end and there's pillars and you can kind of hear this skittering sound and things moving around you and. They, you, you put there a cohort, possibly a gaggle like geese. Yes, <laughs> they uh, they peer over the tops of things and look round to distract you. And I'm pretty sure they're programmed to work their way around you to surround you, aren't they? So I while you're looking so, at yeah. one, the other one leaps out and charges at you and will just tackle you. And they they, they knock the shit out of you as well. They do. It's they not just the that they hit you. They just they like just plow into you. Yeah. Like a, he's got a foot like a traction engine. Yes, <laughs> smacks you and you go flying. You do, yeah. It's really cool. Like I do like them as an enemy. Like they're a very original. Them, they're almost like reptilian or bird-like. They've got like long yeah. faces and big claws. They're really uh, tall long arms as well. They, yeah, they're they like, run all fours. When when they stand up because they they mm. run a bit like Sonic. Where they put yeah. their arms back and they can run at you because they've got like a, a snow plow like beak. Yeah, that's right. And then yeah. when they're when they're like stalking you, they'll like peer over, like they'll lift their head, and it's so mm-hmm. f- eerie and creepy. Like, oh, oh, no, it's like it's weird. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. it's horrible. They're, and then they're really grim. Your stasis them. You're like, ha ha, bitch. That was what I was doing. Get I'd down. wait for them to run out, stasis them, chop the legs, chop their arms off, and then I'd grab one of their hands. And yeah. when their their friend ran at me, I'd bitch slap them with their friend's hand <laughs> just to like hit it back. I was like, yes, take it. Um, so what about breaking the fourth wall? Because it's like there's moments that I want to touch on here. And this is the part about the Ishimura that we mentioned before. This might be my favorite part of Dead Space 2, which probably doesn't say the best things for Dead Space 2, considering my favorite bit is Dead Space 1 redone again. Yeah. Um, if you know what I mean. 
But to be returning to the Ishimura, which is a planet-cracking vessel for any viewers who haven't seen it or need a bit of cluing in or remembering, it was pure dread going back to it. And I, I remember the first time I played this, and I had to write this down so I didn't, didn't forget it. I remember the scene when you walk up to the window and you see that the Ishimura is docked onto the sprawl, which is the environment that we're in in this one, which is like a, a space station. And you see it connected. And I remember thinking, oh, please don't say I'm going back in there. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to be back. I don't want to go through that. I just I just don't want to do it. And it has this, almost, it's almost like an umbilical, like a, like a ferry connected to it like a track or a gondola yeah. and you stand in it and the amount of time it takes you to slowly drift over to it and you're moving away from the distance behind you of the sprawl is so masterfully done the pacing there is really really good don't you think i, I really do it's it was nice seeing the ishimura about being back like, I completely mm. forgot you went back to the Ishimura. I've not played this since, like, the 360. Wow, nice. So, going through it again was really nice. Uh, I think yeah. if nice. I'd not played it before, it'd be much more impactful. But, I, yeah, for some reason, I didn't remember it happened. I was like, ooh, and then I, I think it clicked, and I was like, oh, yeah. Ah, uh, eh. oh, yeah. no, it's good. It's good. It I think is, it's good, it is good. Yeah. It is good when you go. It. It's just weird seeing the place, like, quiet. Yeah, but that was what I liked. That it's like yeah. the thematic reason. It's like the dead heart of the necromorphs, like where everything spanned out from yeah. and into the sprawl. And it's like the empty hive at the middle. And I think that's really cool. It is pretty it is pretty good. Like it's just like a cool thing of walking in and you recognize everything. Even yeah. though it's been like boarded over. So there's a line from Nicole where she mentions that Isaac must be scared despite all of the plastic sheets covering the skeleton of the ship. Yeah. And I really like that her, or at least part of Isaac's like psyche, is telling us that he hates where he is and yes. that he would rather yeah. be anywhere else, but he's like plowing through it to save people. Yeah, and yeah. And he's willing to put himself through that kind of pain. And that's it I is. thought it was really nice. It well, is, it shows nice. that... But, yeah, you no, know. it shows like the characterization of Isaac, though, that he's willing to do that for the... For, people he's just met to save them and i feel like it that's nicole also speaking to the player like i i played it with in-ear headphones so when it's like you can hear it all crackling around you yeah. and nicole's saying i bet you hate being back here and i was like yes nicole i do no <laughs> i don't want to be here nicole. no <laughs> you dead bitch yeah <laughs> i can tell you're a fucking doctor because you clearly know things yeah <laughs> Yeah, and I, I actually like all the plastic everywhere, like, boarded up and the biohazard yeah. symbols and, like, there's mops because all the blood's been cleaned up and it's so quiet. Just for any any viewers, again, who hasn't, haven't seen this, uh, see on screen now, the Ishimura basically looks like a rib cage. Like, it's made to look like a skeleton, isn't it? Like, it's like yeah. an upturned rib cage with, like, protruding, like, pelvis, I guess. It almost looks like a dead body, like a carcass. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I love the build-up. I love the whole build-up going through it because nothing happens. Like the whole walk through the Ishimura till you get to a certain point, it's just silence and sounds clanging in the walls. I was really expecting, I was really expecting the stasis door to come back. You remember in the first one, the door that's like yeah. slamming and you got to stasis yeah. it because that unit's still there. So yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, is it going to come back and I've got to do that again? 
Because I was like, yeah. that would be cool. And then, no, you just get, like, swarmed. It's like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Yeah, that big, long room in the middle. Yeah, you yeah. get loads of the, the bigger enemies coming after you. I, I Actually, the slamming door would have been really cool. To be, like, in the silent Ishimura, really creepy. And you can just hear, bang, bang, bang. Just no one's coming, fixed it yet. Just coming from one place, just echoing, reverberating, and you have to stop it to get through. Yeah. That, that actually would have been quite cool. But anyway, I, I like it how it is. And when you get to that point and you have to sort of fight your way through it. Uh, is there any other moments in there that felt fourth wall breaking to you? Uh, not really. Well, I, there's one bit at the start where the doctor says, Isaac, we're all going to burn for what we did to you. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I was like, is that calling back to the amount of times I had Isaac killed in the first game? <laughs> like, Maybe. Uh, I wonder what these animations are going to be like. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> that was way worse than I thought gonna it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you, ooh, next. Yeah, there are some great Oh, a ones. new enemy type. <laughs> uh, we have to address something. So a while back, we had an episode in our Burrito Bells Christmas special. This is really hearkening back. Uh, it was a concept sent in from the ether of the podverse, and it read, if you punch yourself in the face and it hurts, are you strong or are you weak? Okay. To which I had a message from Mike, like, a couple of months ago. He disagreed so strongly, and we had to bring this up, he said. He's been messaging okay. me saying, you still haven't brought this up. You still haven't brought this up. So he said, yes, I had to refresh my memory and had to listen to that episode. Jordan came up with a conclusion of a strong hand, but I say it's a strong face. You also just said, yes. <laughs> I accept tests to prove me wrong. So we have to retouch on that slightly, Jordan. Okay. If you hit yourself in the face and it hurts, are you yes. strong or are you weak? I... No. No. Just no. <laughs> I go from yes to no. Um, I, I I don't know. It's such a tough question. I guess it makes you weak. Or strong. No, because it's going to hurt regardless. It's going to hurt. Is it? Do it and see. Do I have to punch myself in the face? <laughs> if you want. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why I did that because it did, I don't know that doesn't give me an answer how does it feel I does you, does you, in the cheek does your hand uh, hurt or does your face hurt my face hurt faces aren't designed to punch fists is designed well fists aren't designed to punch but they what do what was that sentence you can't punch with your face Harrison it doesn't you work you can't no I agree with that yeah you, you can't punch with your face you, you butt with your head you don't butt exactly. with your fist head butt but you don't fist butt wait you don't head with your butt, though. But your butt with your fist. Or not. I mean, some people pay a lot of money for that, but... <laughs> Hopefully, Mike, that has retouched it for you. Jordan's punched himself. <laughs> That's all he wanted, secretly. I think it might have been, yes. So <laughs> Jordan doesn't secretly. have a strong fist. It's just like, haha, nice. <laughs> nice. The amount yes. of power Mike has over this <laughs> podcast. I know, yeah. <laughs> His he might as well just come on and go, Jordan, media. punch yourself, and I wouldn't have had an option. Right, cheers for, cheers for this part. Yeah, thank you for that. Dead Space 2 has a lot more set-piece moments, like hurtling through debris after launching yourself from a solar array, standing on a giant boring, and no, not the, oh, I'm at work, this is boring, boring machine. It feels more <laughs> premium, but Harrison, does that affect the fear? Is it at the expense of fear? I think it is. I think it does affect the fear a little. There's, there's a just, couple of... Yes, carry on. Yes. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no, I I think that there are some that are very, very good and others that necessarily aren't. I like the hurtling through space one. Yes. I enjoyed that a lot. 
I had a lot of moments of shouting, do a barrel roll at myself and <laughs> use the boost to get through from Star Fox. And then uh. smashing headfirst into a large metal panel and turning into Taco. I think the boring one you mentioned, the actual boring one, wasn't boring the first time I did it, but maybe it was the second. Yeah, I think. I, so, sorry. You're on a boring machine going through tunnel, like you're making a tunnel for a yourselves, pretty yeah. much. You're like drilling through. Uh, so it's a boring machine, but yeah, the it's a mining gets Derek. Boring Is it called a you... Derek? I don't know what you call him, but we shall call him Derek. <laughs> Could you see within parts of this game mm. that Iron Man was popular? Yes, at the time, definitely. The fucking landing with the jets. <sighs> yeah, you yeah. could. It, it was pretty on. Pretty on the nose, but I, I think it nailed it pretty well. Like, Isaac is used to this stuff. So, you know, that's fine. He seems comfortable being outside in space for those space moments. I yeah. do really like the flying outside, like, boss moments. I think they're very cool. I, I'm glad they expanded on the zero gravity stuff in this one. Absolutely, because it wasn't great. In the, in the last one, you just had to, like, jump from like walkway to walkway yeah in straight you just lines. between didn't you but yeah, now right. you just press a button and he just gets off the ground and uses his suit has like air jets so he's got like magni boots magni boots magni boots that's what we call them in the engineering engineering space. in the cec in the cec <laughs> yeah magni boots so yeah i do so, like the thing with it. is is the one that was particularly your favorite I, I think it probably was the one where you're jumping from the solar array i i don't understand why there's a seat and it's like, yeah. so the, the entire thing happens where he's just like, I'm in the solar array. And they're like, you'll never make it in time. And he's like, I'll be there. And then I'll make it. Neglects to tell them that there's a, like a, a seat where if you sit on it and then put yourself in it and lock yourself in. And then it just shoots you into space at like 200 miles an hour or something. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> who's designed this? Who what did is this? <laughs> yeah. I like to think he doesn't know what's going to happen. It's like, oh, God. He thinks it's just a lift that's going to take him down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like, it's not what you think it's going to be at all. No. But it was definitely really cool. And I think Isaac did know what it was. And yeah. it, it shows to the point of like, he does know what he's doing. Like he is an engineer. He's aware of all the systems and what everything does. Mainly because he's probably either trained or helped with a lot of this stuff. Maybe he built that, and that was why he was so incessant going up there. He's like, yes, I finally get to ride the catapult seat. <laughs> yeah, I've never used the catapult seat. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> um, the right, this is awful. It's <laughs> just like flying down. <laughs> Even though these scenes do kind of detract from the eerie horror mm. um, that I'd kind of come to expect from Isaac's wild ride adventures, um, yeah. they're definitely some of the high points of the game. Like, I think they needed something other than just, like, horror. As much as I do like the horror stuff, they needed something else, and I'm I'm kind of happy it is the way it is. Yeah, I, I don't think... And this is something I, I suppose I, I should have touched on in the first part of this episode when we talked about terror versus horror. I think you can't really do Dead Space 1 again. And I know they're doing a remaster. I know that's happening. But what I mean <laughs> is... They're literally you, doing Dead Space 1 Literally again. doing it again. No, they, they can't do another story the same if you know what i mean because yeah. they've used all the tricks in the book essentially you've used the ghost train ride of like the slow build horror going through it so all they could really do for the second one is elevate it and do it differently and that's why they moved from horror to panic i suppose because it's a different kind of horror you know and it was the only way to take the player out of something that they probably got used to in the first one 
and put them in again into another horrific situation. I like that they did that with some of the set pieces as well, though, because I like that the... What's the one with this? Is like the explosive canisters hanging in all like the weird flesh tubes. And there's yeah. the giant enemy. you got to clear the you, lift. Yeah, clear the lift. That's right. Yeah. And you, it's actually just after the or before the mining, Derek, isn't it? You've got to throw yeah. the, the explosive barrels at it to try and blow up sections, which I think is really cool. I did like that bit. It was pretty good. And that's like you've got all the enemies coming at you and you're just like, do I throw the barrel at this thing to stun it or do I blow up the room and hope? Just try and rush through it, yeah. Um, so do you have any favourite weapons? I think in this episode as well we should talk about our favourite weapons in Dead Space 2. Uh, is there a weapon that you gravitated to more than others? Because I know obviously like, the plasma cutter is the classic weapon from the first one. The classic plasma cutter classic. I, I was using because on PC you get all of the suits and you get all of the weapons as like that were bonus DLC stuff from different places. That's but right, yeah. I made sure to only use stuff that I was meant to have and spent the money so that I wasn't, like, mm -hmm. benefiting from the free sh**. But yeah, so um, I, I was using the... Is it the refurbished plasma cutter from the first game? Because I was like, yeah. ooh, I love the look of this. It does look um, good. I Yeah. I noticed I the, the, the girl in... Is it Ellie? Ellie yeah. has the, the old version as well, doesn't she? Yeah. Well, the plasma cutter they use, like Isaac uses when he gets it from the uh, the medical wing, yeah. it's used for surgery. And he's just like, you see it like, oh, they've done some delicate stuff on this guy. They've opened this rib cage at the start. And then Isaac takes it and just bam, like blast the guy half. Like, oh, God. That's horrible, that bit, because the guy has woken up during surgery, <laughs> he's just has like, his Hello? chest open. He's like, Hello? help! Yeah, and he's like trying to kick the thing off and it cuts his leg. Oh, it's, yeah, not good, not good. Not Sorry, carrying about your weapons. You were telling me about your weapons. No, that's fine. I, I used the Ripper a lot as well, which was good because okay. I used it for... Well, I'll get on to why I used it. So the weapons definitely give like a good deal of variety, uh, but being locked to holding four at a time, it really limits it. Like, it does, yeah. Seeing as you don't know what the situation's like, what the game's going to throw at you next... It can mess you up in like long range fights specifically or if you've been swarmed. I really enjoyed the contact beam, which is like a charged one shot, very high damage weapon, which will one hit most things. Um, but I couldn't warrant using it due to like the situation. Like if I get attacked by three yeah. things, like I can't use that because I'd have to shoot and then swap weapons, which takes time. And then, but I never got around to using things like the detonator or the seeker rifle because I was always using the plasma cutter like the force gun for clearing lo little mobs you know like you get the little like glebby little gribby grabbies yeah little glebby globs yeah i, I would use that for clearing those because it takes one shot opposed to like a few the ripper for like if there's a single enemy that's got a fair bit of health it'll stun them enough and cut into them and do that fine uh, and then the pulse rifle or the line gun depending like just what i was feeling because they're both pretty good multi-purpose yeah, they, um, they were my two that I mainly stuck on. I think the line gun's probably my favorite gun. And I know yeah. in, in part one, I mentioned mine kept jamming. Like I didn't know, can weapons jam? I didn't think they could, but there's loads of instances. And they're on stream of me going, it's not f firing! Like when I'm get, like swarmed by loads of oh, stuff. Oh, I think it's because the, the animation, it has to like open up its arms. No, no, it's like I, I fire once and then it won't fire again. But it's not, I have to reload, it just didn't fire. I don't know if it was the new control. I don't know. I, I, don't, I couldn't figure it out. Um, so I went between that, the plasma cutter, and the pulse rifle, which is the machine gun, which can be good for long range, and the grenade, like when you're 
you basically discharge the full clip, don't you? And it like explodes to clear enemies. Pretty much, yeah. Use that a few times as well. I, I reckon the game could have done with like a weapon wheel like Doom, but they'd have yeah. to be way more stingy with the the ammo. Like it, they could have done it like, it's, you know, you get a lot of multi-tools now where it, like in yeah. real life where it's like, oh, this thing is, I don't know, like a, a multi-tool slash circular or fucking whatever. I feel yeah. like they could have done the thing of like, like, almost like control where the weapon changes. So that you've got to cool. pick up the different ammo for it, but it's, you know, there's three different guns and they each have like two different modes or something or three different modes. Yeah, that's that way good. it'd be situational and there'd be a reason to use this stuff. Like the assault rifle has an alternate mode, which is the seeker rifle. Or the plasma cutter's got like an alternate mode where you've literally got to put on a new attachment, which makes it the charge rifle or impact. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or like the line gun, it makes it even wider or something. Yeah, exactly. Like he has to physically change it because he's an engineer. That would be good. I think they touched on that kind of in Dead Space 3, but they could have done it with two just for the fact I didn't use two or three weapons at all. Yeah, I I I stuck with the same ones. Yeah, like, I just went through the same same three uh, all the and way through. It really, it kind of messes you up because you can be in situations like, like, do you know the? We'll talk about enemies in a in a min mate in, mm-hmm. in, in a bit. But the situations where you're like the big tentacly things that shoot the fucking <laughs> Isaac seeking bullshit missiles oh, yeah. at you. If you don't have a weapon to deal with that, you fuck, there's nothing yeah. you can do. It's no, like, I, they, I feel like it's bad they gate you in that way. It's like, yeah, oh, it's... I don't have any plasma like plasma cutter ammo and I don't have any long-range weapons and I don't have anything fast-firing, so I can't destroy the Seekers. There's nothing I can do in this situation. Yeah, other than that, every weapon is pretty damn satisfying to use. I remember, like, I didn't use the other weapons this time, but I, I remember enjoying them all, other than, like, the flamethrower I don't think was very good. But I just think yeah. it just wasn't my kind of thing. I prefer like the force gun, just like a blah blah, but it's like forcing big waves <laughs> of energy just to knock everything away. It was really cool. It's good to see outside of the weapons that Isaac's actually doing a bit of engineering. Because in the first game, he doesn't. He just hits buttons. But yeah, when this time you get to like, hack the machines, don't you? You put your arms in it and he like jimmies it about. Yeah, he's got access to like the little panels and stuff where he can go through the vents because he's got. It says cool. like ship engineer Isaac Clark. So it's like yeah, the, the yeah. ship's got his registry on there. His checker trade rating must be mint. Must be well. Trusted, <laughs> trusted traders. But yeah, yeah he's got to... access to those areas that other people wouldn't and the necromorphs can't get into because they're not an engineer. Yeah, that's right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's signed up. Um, I will say, his job does seem pretty fucking <laughs> easy. I'm not going to lie. It like, does. It's literally just lining up pipes or using kinesis or like, Pressing touch panels. Like, pressing I can buttons, do Isaac's job. What's your favourite mm. suit, Harrison? Uh, the advanced suit. I still rate it's the original suit. Well, not the they original, original suit, because the first suit is like the big one with the gap in the front, and it's like all blue. Yeah, I like that's right. The, uh, is it level three engineering suit from Dead Space? Yeah, 3? I think so. Yeah. The vintage suit's kind of cool in this. I was going to say the vintage suit, like it's like a big daddy almost. Yeah, that's that's very cool. I did like that one. Um, I, I, I do like the one on the box, though. I like the, the advanced suit. I just think... It's a lot more sleek looking, which I don't like yeah. as much. I prefer the bulkiness, but I like the helmet of the advanced suit. I do like the helmet of it. I just feel like Isaac, as an engineer, the engineering suit suits huh, him. But 
it, it is what it is. I get he needed different gear and stuff like that. So, yeah. And he needs to be more agile, so you notice that there's a lot of, like, the armor's missing from a lot of his suits. He's got more room to maneuver, really, which makes a whole bunch of sense. But And that shows, again, how the theming of this game is different to the first one, how he needs to yeah. be more agile and move around because it's panic-inducing and not horror-inducing. Yeah, whereas in the Look first at these one, themes. take a few hits. Whereas in this one, you take, you can still take them, but I don't I feel like not as much because you can dodge. You can run yeah. backwards. You can, you can, uh, uh, uh. He probably like plobs, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's a plobby boy. I do it's like, like He's it. running through treacle. Oh, sexy, sexy treacle. Ooh. So did you have a particular favorite enemy, Jordan, in Dead Space 2 or one that you think is scariest? I thought the Ubermorph was pretty spooky, <clears throat> but I yes. think my favorite's got to be the, uh, Got with the stalkers. The stalkers are really, really cool. Like it's weird to see pack animals in games that actually work together. Games are a bit bad for like AI that works together properly. Apart from like Fear, the original Fear, where the teams would try and flank you. Where in this game you'd expect it because they're just mindless aliens. They'll just like come at you. They're just zombies. But them being smart and working together is actually really impressive, especially for the age of the game too. Yeah, I agree, and I, I think it does a lot thematically for the game as well i know that we mentioned like the theming of it before i think in the first one the necromorphs do feel more like mindless zombies where in this one you feel some level of intelligence like they're being driven by something yeah and as you get towards the end of the game which we'll talk to in, about in a minute it is like they're being driven by the marker and you feel them like channeled to a space you know yeah it's weird though that the marker they point out it's man-made this one is yeah it's but it's weird that they literally make it out of isaac's blueprint and it is it is a man-made thing that is dealing with organic material that's so like weird that's such a weird thing that's really cool i never thought of it properly until like last couple of weeks yeah i, I mean if you think about it scientifically i suppose in a way, it makes sense though, because we're made from atoms and so is metal. So it's like, it's the same stuff really that's bionic. I guess everything's the same stuff in that. Whether it's bioorganic, I mean, not bionic. We're different, but we're the same. We're all star stuff and zombies. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, you're, you're just a fleshy ball surrounded by bone, surrounded by meat. You're a ball yeah. of meat controlling a skeletal mech suit. Yes, that's inside you with a bit of anxiety. <laughs> Your skeleton is always wet. I don't think I need to know that and don't talk about my insides like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My favorite enemy in this. Um, I did think about the Ubermorph and I, I think yeah. that I'm not as big a fan of this one as I am the Hunter in the first game. I think the Hunter yeah. looks scarier. Was it not called the Ubermorph in the first game too? No, I had to look it up. It's called the Hunter. Is it? Yeah, because I searched yeah. the Ubermorph Dead Space 1 and it never came up. It just came up with the one from this one with like the five red eyes, which I do kind of yeah. like that design, but it, it looks a bit like one of the Star Wars characters. It does. With the it three really eyes does. on top. So I was like, I don't find that scary. I feel like he's just going to go, Echuta, or whatever they say in Star What's Wars. The, so, why, though, is that so different from the other Xeno, not Xenomorphs, uh, wrong franchise. Necromorphs. <laughs> Why is it so different than the other Necromorphs? And do they ever explain where the Ubermorph comes from? I don't think they do in this one. Maybe there's some like logs you can find that explain it, but I didn't come maybe. across it in this one. Or maybe one. they were rushed for time or something. They were just like, here's the f***ing <laughs> thing. And it's yeah, like, okay, cheers. It doesn't look like 
uh, it's made from humans, that one, does it? It looks more like an alien. Yeah, exactly. So I'm wondering if it's like a higher form of the Xenomorph, but I thought, unless, because Necromorph. I guess they don't just attack humans. They could attack other alien life forms. It could be based yeah. on something else, and they share the genetic code across a hive mind. Yeah, they could be. I love a good hive mind. It could be a hive mind. Yeah. It could be a hive mind. If I say hive mind enough, I'm sure. I'm sure it's a hive mind to everyone. Hive, hive mind. mind. Hive mind. Hive mind. <laughs> so, yeah, hive mind to the listeners. Hive mind. Um, <laughs> so the, the, Orb- the, the, the Orbamorph, as they say in Germany, so uh, the Orbamorph didn't always look like it did um, yes. as we got it in this one. So it, it, if there's, I've actually put a little hyperlink in there for you if you want to click it. It was originally oh. called the Bully and someone found it. Well, you just, oh, at that hyperlink in the notes. Oh, was like, look, look at, at this. That. Professional that podcasting. Is, ah. I prefer that design. Listeners, check it out. The Bully from Dead Space 2. It was way scarier. It looks more like a person. Uh, a bit more fleshy. Looks more like the hunter. So I prefer that one. But I think, for me, in this game, my favorite is probably the dividers. I yeah. think it's way spooky when you first see it. It's a rare occurrence. I think you only see like one or two. You walk into the room and it gives like a weird violin, like it's like this picked violin music, and they yes. they're all lanky and they split apart into bits, and it's ugh. What did you think of those? I I actually really really like them. They to me for some reason. Sexy like what? Sexy what? like? <laughs> oh no! Right, I thought you said what does he like? I was like I'm telling you, I did really like them. Something about how rare they are. And how they feel, they they feel like they're controlling the other necromorphs. They just feel like they're kind of the masterminds or something. Yeah, that might be the lab coat. Makes them look sciencey and smart. Yeah, they just, they're so rare. I don't know why. It just feels like they're, they're like stalking you as well. And you're catching mm. them off guard when you see them. Yeah, like you caught them plotting something. They're like, yeah. and then they like, they come out. And they, the way they like shamble after you, they're, they're too quick for being that big. Yeah. Well, aren't they in the first one as well? Like more prevalent. I think I think there's one. I think I'm, I'm sure there's only one or two in the first of, one. I think in the first one because they can like rip Isaac's head off and implant themselves. Yeah, and the little head attaches on, doesn't it, and becomes yeah. a new head. Proper weird. Really gross death one that one. I'll say that's a, one of the grossest deaths in it. Very gross. But yeah, I, I think they're great, and I, I like how they split apart into like hands and like the music kind of still goes as they're like running around, like they're crawling over a piano. Yeah, yeah, like piano-wise, it they just feel to me a lot more threatening, and I think it's because there's very few of them in the game. So when you encounter it, yeah. you're like, whoa, what the f- is this? You just don't expect it when you go into that small room filled with steam. You just see the shape coming round at you, and it's, ah, oh, don't like it. Not a fan. Yeah. No thank you. <laughs> no thank you. I'm leaving. Yeah. What about you? Have you got any, any other? I think the stalkers, they've got to be my favourite. Uh, they've yeah. absolutely got to be my favourite. I do like the big brutish ones, but... Oh, the original Necromorphs are really cool when you see them. Yeah. I, I do think it's a bit cheap in places that they to make them tougher, they just change their colour palette to, like, black. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of cheap, but, like, it is what it is. They needed a way to do it without redesigning everything entirely. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure why they change colour. Yeah, I don't I don't know what that means. What's the black? No, no. They just look like they're covered in moss. Yeah. Like, it kind of reminds me of the... Um, the the mo- the mold monsters from Resident Evil Eight. Yeah, like the the black Seven, mold. Sorry. Yeah. The black mold. Throw some bleach at them. But don't use vinegar as well because that makes chlorine gas and that's toxic. The mutamycin or whatever it's called in Resident Evil Seven. 
I thought it was cool. That's a, good, that's a cool name. I like that. I think so. I don't know how I've remembered that. If that's true, if that's correct, let me know. Um, let us know. Let us know below. But I don't know how I've retained that information. Yeah, I can't remember mm. family's birthdays. No. Obviously, the Mutamycin seems it. much more There's important. plenty of them, and they're every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mutamycin only happens once. It's just <laughs> Birthdays Christmas. happen, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> what about your least favourite? You got a least favourite? Probably the little exploding babies. Don't take that out They're of context. Annoying. Don't. That's a clip. Clip that out, Mimi. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Mimi, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I I wish there was a way to punt them. <laughs> You're right. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, you just made me spit out my drink. <laughs> no, I. it'd be cool if there was more you could do with them. Like Because, like, you kick can kick the baby. Pretty big. <laughs> kick the baby. There's, there, there are things you can kinesis which are probably much heavier than... The babies. It's pronounced kinese, but yes. Kinese. So you can kinesis a lot of things that are heavier. Like, mm -hmm. why can't you just kinese the babies immediately? I did want to do that and throw them. Like, it, yeah, because yeah, they explode. They kind just... of explode, but not in a big area. So, like, you won't be doing much. It'd just, like, lightly sputter. No, uh, hey, look, there's enemies. Alien. Let me pick up this baby. Hi -ya! Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to throw babies at me, let me throw babies at others. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, make it fair. This is an, an equal, equality sci-fi game. Yeah, like they've got infants that I can stomp. Like, let me throw yeah. a baby. If I can stomp, why can't I womp? Let me yeet the fetus. <laughs> let me yeet us the fetus. Exactly. Moving on. <laughs> yes. Hard cut there. So in Dead Space 2, is I... Isaac dead? Does he die? Do we have different endings? No. What? No. I Thank you for like listening a, to part I three. Like, I feel like a cursory Google search could have informed you of that, Harrison. Yeah, I just wasn't sure. Like, I didn't want to Google what happened at the end, and I couldn't remember whether there were multiple endings or not. So you I'm didn't want to Google. That. You just finished the fucking game. Yeah, I know, but that would take up more time. I'm a busy man. <laughs> Sadly, the, the, there's only the one ending, which mm -hmm. is kind of grim. I feel like there could have been more, but I, it wouldn't have made much sense, really, with there being a third game that shall not no. be named. I didn't um, think it was that bad. Compared to the first two, it's pretty... They give you universal ammo. They do. I don't even remember that. I don't remember the universal ammo thing. The the game is quite forgettable. But Isaac's story definitely felt like it had like reached an arc and just like completed it. He's like come to terms with the loss of Nicole. He's putting an end to blaming himself for her death, despite it not really yeah. being his fault. Like, who knows when these things had happened? Because the... Yeah. Spoilers, Isaac convinced Nicole to go to the USG Ishimura for a job, yeah. and then she died because of that recommendation. Awkward. <laughs> Which is, it, it's sad, and it it does feel bad because Isaac's clearly carrying that weight, but he's finally yeah. kind of come to terms with it, and towards the end of Dead Space 2, he sends Ellie, this woman who he's met, away, trying to save her, like forces her to leave so that she will survive and he can save everyone. Now it's like, that's oh, right. yeah. That's that's amazing. Him being rescued at the end just feels like it's it's fine, but it takes away the stakes because at the end of the game he sat there and you can tell he's come to terms with what's happened. Yeah. And yeah. everything's he's content. I much would have preferred an ending similar to like Resident Evil 8 where it's the tragedy tragedy of Ethan Winters and the tragedy of Isaac Clark, where he's this man yeah. forced into these really tough situations 
and he is doing things for the greater good of everyone else. I think I agree there. I think it would have been really nice to end it. Nice to end it with him dying. Do you know what I mean? Like, he, he is the everyman. He's just an engineer. He's not a combat person who's supposed to save everyone. He's not this big marine. And yet, he's the one who saved everyone. I think that would have been... I agree. I think that would have been a really nice ending to it. Yeah. It starts with nothing being his fault. And it ends with nothing being his fault. And he fixed it. He's the, he's the universal engineer. He fixed it. Exactly. And that, it would have been really nice. I, are there any endings you would have preferred to see if you could make your own? I think I would have liked it to have been a little more open. Like, I almost felt like it should have ended as the marker was, like, crumbling down and he was just sat there. Because then it could have left it open for a third one and you could have started that with him either being saved or even played as Ellie maybe, do something a little bit different in the next one where she carries on after Isaac and she knows what he's sacrificed because he's died, so goes to find the next marker or hears about the next one and goes to stop it. I do like having multiple endings, like maybe he dies or maybe he doesn't, that would have been nice, but I do like the ending that we do get where he looks over at Ellie in the ship and he has this really weird expression on his face and you don't really know what it's about. It's like he's gone insane and he might kill her. No, do you not know why he does that? No. So at the end of the first game, he turns around and Nicole's there and jumps And she shouts, him. yeah. And th this game in a lot of ways is about letting go and forgiveness and because Isaac's always blamed himself what happened and even the conversations he has when he lets Ellie go yeah is nicole saying to him that you need to let go of me and he says i can't let go of you because then i'll have nothing which is yeah. it's sad because he was so in love with her and he, it's his fault he he blames himself even though there's no way he could have known so mm -hmm. at the end of two he turns to do the exact same double take when he gets in the escape ship at the end of dead space one and instead mm -hmm. of it being someone dead haunting him it's someone he saved rescuing him. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I didn't take it like that, and I don't know why. Doesn't she say, like, what you're looking at? And it's just like, oh, he's he's moved on. He's doing better. Yeah. And it's like, that's really nice. It is wholesome, but I would have much preferred if the pet died. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't take it that way. I was sure there was, like, a violin that, like, went, meh. Like, he was, like, meh, looking at her like he was going to fucking kill her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. We took that in way different... Maybe there yeah. is a secret ending. Maybe, maybe I got the violin ending. Maybe maybe stomping 15 times, getting him going, mother was the, yeah. the switch where Isaac's brain snapped. Shook it about too much in that helmet. Yeah. yeah. No, that, it was cool. I, I did... I like the ending we got. Um... Anything else that you can think about the ending? Like, we got a bit about the marker, a bit about the giant marker, make us whole again, and... Do we even get an inkling that there's another, like, the Brethren Moon and all that sort of stuff? Or is that only in the third one? I think it's only in the third one. Sadly, I think EA did the thing of Dead Space 2 could have been the ending, but they had to yeah. fuck it up because EA... But, you know, money. Yeah, um, exactly. And the, the only reason Dead Space 3 ended up the way it did is because EA set way too high an expectation on the sales of the game. Like... Horror yeah. games are really difficult to sell, and I think they did a really good job with Dead Space 2 in it being somewhat horror, mostly action. Um, mm -hmm. But 3, they went entirely action, and that was the death of it, really. I think it did. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think the only thing I really like about 3 is the setting. Like, I like the ice planet. Yeah, 
It's, it's very the thing. It is. And like that's one of the reasons why the divider enemy I mentioned, I really like that one because it's the most like the thing from John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. The way it like splits apart and moves into different life forms. So I think the references to that in the third one is something I really, really enjoyed. I may go and play that one again, I think. It's and after... I know, I've never played the co-op version. We'll play co-op, mate. Can we do it? I'd love yeah. to do that. I would love to see a Silent Hill like secret ending kind of deal for this game. Mm. Like, have you seen the secret endings to Silent Hill games? Yeah, they're in one where it's a dog. Like, Yeah, the do it's literally a dog at a control panel, just like f***ing with everything. I'd love to... I'd love Isaac just walking in his suit, just like, oh, just immediate mental breakdown as all the horror that's gone on is literally just like a <laughs> butterfly slamming against a button or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. I mean, I suppose the ending of three is kind of like that. It's the moon controlling it all. Yeah, it's, yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, okay. So let's end it there. Okay. Is this a classic? Do you think Dead Space 2 is a classic? It is. However, I'll give the caveat, each time I play it, it becomes less of a classic to me. Ooh. So, dramatic. at the moment, I would say yes. But if I play okay. it again, it might not be. Okay, the first but sliding classic. What do you think? I'd say one's better, but two's still very good. I still think it's good. I, I think it still is. I, I remember playing this at, like, the heyday of Xbox 360. Yeah. At the time of, like, you know, Gears of War 2 and 3... Uh, Halo 2, oh no, Halo 3. Um, yeah, so I, yes, it's a classic for me. It's definitely a classic for me. There we go. So if you like this episode, guys, you can find us everywhere at Grief Burrito. Please leave us a five-star review. Subscribe if you're watching on YouTube and let us know what you think of the episodes below. Jordan, where can they find you? They can find me at the Mr. John Court on Twitter. Tweet me and tell me how much you dislike my opinions. I relish yes. it. Harrison, where can they find thou? He feeds on it. They form together like an alien form and they can find me at Haswild <laughs> everywhere. Okay, we'll see you next week, maybe. Who knows? Goodbye. Bye. I think you're going to salute. Da, 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 <laughs> burrito boys. <laughs> Goodbye. See ya. <laughs>